A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Here's an interesting call for something to be added to the education curriculum. Now, personally, I would have thought this is something we should learn from our parents and our grandparents and from the adults in our lives. But Clodafin, a journalist with the Irish Examiner, is suggesting that we should teach empathy in the schools. Morning, Clodagh. Good morning, PJ. How are you? I'm great altogether. Good to speak with you. Good. Um, yeah. Empathy. Why learn that in school? Shouldn't we be learning that at home from we our parents? Absolutely should. We should indeed. And we should be learning it in the community. And it should already be part of schools already. It should be there in the background. But there was a day last week I actually had to turn off the TV and the radio and the phone because the number of stories coming in about violence, um, you know, the things we do to each other, mm-hmm. um, was I felt really overwhelmed by it last week. And the thing that overwhelmed me was how banal it had seemed to become. It, these stories, I mean, there were just three that were um, trending, if you like, um, last week. And one was a headline about a Cork man said to his wife, pardon the language here, but mm-hmm. I quote, I'd bait the shit out of you if you were a man. Then there was another one about a Cork woman told a trial that her brother had raped her so many times she felt like a robot. And then after that, there was a story about um, a group of men on a a group of boys or young teenagers on a train in Dublin chanting, let's rape her. And I I just said to myself, um, what has gone wrong? why haven't like it it just and the the thing that made me think of empathy there was another very disturbing case about a teenager who had raped his niece you just talk about the the um the story about the rats and a man getting six months um this particular boy um he's still a teenager got a suspended sentence of five years for raping his niece but to leave that apart the judge actually said we need to speak about pornography in schools in primary schools yes i remember that and she yes and she said that because she felt this boy had been watching pornography and he was acting it out and 
I was making the point that we can't really just speak about pornography in schools without talking about empathy. And the reason I, I spoke about empathy is that there are two actual programs running in Ireland at the moment, one in primary level, the other in second secondary level, that do that. They teach empathy. Yeah. And the results are incredible. Let me just um, pause for two things, yeah. Clodagh. First of yeah. all, th- th- there's two words are very regularly confused. Empathy and sympathy. And the other one, how did you tie empathy to pornography? Because one shows a complete lack of the other. If you are watching porn, it seemed to me we've become so desensitized, so numb to what porn actually is. And the fact that we are inflicting violence on people, it shows that a complete lack of empathy. If you had empathy, um, you you could not actually ch- have a rape chant on a, on a dart station. Mm. If you had empathy, you would look at pornography and you would see that there was a, such a disconnect between what that is um, and what you were doing in the real world. And it seemed to me that we have become disconnected from ourselves as human beings and that if you have a judge saying you need to to talk about pornography in school you can't do that without saying what pornography is and how it is that we are so distanced from um, our actions Mm. and the effect they have on people so that's that's why I just thought there's something desperately wrong here some people were horrified by what judge is it did Judge Deirdre Murphy said? They, That's right. They were very, yeah. they were horrified by what she said um, about teaching pornography or addressing in, pornography in, in primary, primary schools. Yeah, they said, yeah they're, they're, they're young. Let them be children. Let them yeah. grow up. People were saying, but the judge was making the point. They already have it. You give a child a smartphone at nine. Yeah, you open do. them to Pornhub and other such things. It is a really sad fact. It is a really sad fact. And I was making the point that you can't open them up to discussion of pornography. There's studies show that the the Rape Crisis Network said, yes, we have to do this because boys, I'm sure girls do too, actually. There's studies to show that in Ireland, they first access pornography before the age of 13. And it's awful that they are getting this stream of violent um, disrespect of the human dignity, if you like, but you don't have a corresponding um, program telling them about empathy, how to put yourself in another person's shoes, if you like. And I'm saying that it would be such a pity to have one without the other. And as you say, they already have one or they have the risk of these messages coming in. And I feel, yes, every parent, every teacher, every person in the community does the best they can to show them that that's not real life or to temper it in some ways. But technology has speeded up these messages. Mm. And I think we have to correspond by speeding up messages to show um, what empathy is and, you know, what good, um, I don't like the word behavior because it sounds so prescriptive, but what it means to be a decent human being Mm -hmm. and how you can do that and how you can stand up and say, no, this isn't real. And, you know, this is what we need to do. Yeah. And I know people like you and I, Claudia, who work in, in media, we're often accused 
of focusing always on the bad stuff and forgetting mm. that there's a lot of good in this world. And I would have to put my hand up and say guilty as charged. We do that. Mm. Maybe we mm. as media people need to learn a little bit about that. Certainly. And I suppose that's why I wanted to talk about empathy, because, um, you know, in this particular piece, I said, actually, that's enough. This, yeah. you know, good news is they, they set up a good news paper a couple of oh, decades ago. People said, why don't you cover good news stories? And that's because good news stories don't make the news. And what's They don't sell papers, quite frankly. They don't sell papers. And what's interesting, if you read at if you look at the most read stories, they're terrible stories. They are stories of violence. They're stories of the depredations in the world. You know, people, I wonder if they have a fascination or if, you know, it's self-fueling. And <clears throat> what I wanted to do in this particular piece is highlight two exceptional programs, I think, that are going on at the moment. I mean, to say we need to make empathy a mandatory school subject isn't as strange as it sounds because it is already going on in primary schools. Mm. Um, there's a worldwide program called Roots of Empathy that is delivered in primary schools by Bernardo's and that shows significant effect in reducing the levels of aggression um, in children. And then at second level, and actually this is interesting from a Cork perspective as well because um, Killian Oh, gosh, his second name has gone for me. The the famous Peaky Blinders actor, Killian Murphy. Murphy. Killian Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, Killian Murphy is very involved in this project. Um, there's a, a really, I think it's a very exciting project in Galway at the moment. Um, Pat, Professor Pat Dolan is the joint founder of the UNESCO Child and Family Research Centre. And they have developed a social empathy programme for second level. And... Worldwide research shows not only does it make people, you know, more socially aware and, you know, reach out, make make better communities, but it also improves academic performance and Mm. personal development. Um, This is scientifically proved. It's like a win-win. And he makes the point that it's as important as maths or English. in the school curriculum and I think that's a fantastic program there's a module I think over 12 weeks that that can be rolled out he's already done it in second level um, schools and Killian is part Killian Murphy is part of a campaign to make it more widespread and I think that is a really good news story and one we we should shout about and as you say I mean teachers will say oh we've enough to do already and they have to be fair they will be they they have They have. And, you know, but I think if you can um, even talk about empathy or open up discussions of empathy in school, I think that's a fantastic thing. Just to give you one example, I remember we had a fantastic teacher in sixth class. Um, Her name was Maureen O'Dowd. And she, she instilled in us an interest in everything from history and culture and maths and science and everything. But she also, even though we probably didn't have a name for it then, um, taught us about empathy. And 
I there's something that happened when I was 11 and I'll never forget it. We came into the, the new class and in the previous class, we were kind of encouraged to tell tales on one another. It was a terrible environment. You know, it was really like there were grasses everywhere. And on the first day, the biggest telltale tackler stood up and said something like, Miss, 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 PJ Coogan has just put chewing gum under the desk, right? And the teacher... Yeah, made the telltale tackler stand up and actually punished her rather than the than you for putting chewing gum under the desk. And I remember being really struck by that and it changed the whole atmosphere in the class. What was the motivation for that, though? For, for which? For telling tales? For punishing tales. the person who told the tale, yeah. She didn't quite punish the person that told the tale, but what she, she said was, she instilled that we work together and that we look out for each other and that rather than pointing the finger and saying you did something wrong, she got us to work together for the mutual benefit of the class, you know, and she said, yeah. And she did that in several. So we had classes and I remember, you know, there used to be spats or fights between people and there were various issues. You know, I remember there was a breakout of knits, which you believe at one stage, you know, and rather than pick out the people who, who had the knits, this is this is very relevant to COVID. You know, she got us all to work together and got the parents involved yeah. in, you know, what needed to be done to address various um, yeah. Issues. Rather right, 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 than declaring certain people unclean or moving all exactly. the children with knits to one row. Exactly. Or <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember, you know, that to me was empathy in action. It's a good point. And it was. And I thought she did, she did a, a great job on that. Okay. And the other thing, as I was finishing the piece, there was another terrible story came in, as it does, into you, peeing into your smartphone. It was an awful story about um, people filming a woman being assaulted in America um, on a train. And you think, oh, that would never happen here. One thing that has filled me with horror is that that does happen here. A couple of months ago, a friend of mine works in Dundrum Shopping Centre and a woman outside a shop was having um, an episode like, I'm not even sure, she just was unwell. And my friend went to help her. And rather than ring the, you know, the ambulance, a group of people started to film this woman having a fit. And my friend, she actually sent somebody to a nearby shop to buy a sheet like a bed sheet to hold up and say there's nothing to see here and I think in a society where you where you have people who are more willing to um, film something like that rather than help or get help you know there really is a lack of empathy we we have a problem when that's the way the first thing we do in our in is is without the the camera Clona it's 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 good to talk Quartz 96 FM Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.